Welcome, everyone, to a very special episode of Ian's Untitled Scene Show. My name is Ian, and we've already been laughing and talking off air, so we're going to jump right into this. I am very, very happy to have Matt Tybor of The Bunny, The Bear on Zoom right now. Matt, man, how are you doing tonight? I'm good, baby cakes. How are you? I mean, oh I already God. know how you are. We've been talking, but... I, I love that nickname. Can we stick with that for the rest of the time? Baby cakes? Yes. Ian, Ian Baby Kicks. Yeah, I like that. Me good. <laughs> oh, it's taken 10 plus years and I've never gotten a nickname. And finally, well, I get one. It's been about, yeah. I mean, this is, yeah. It's, I love it's that. your name now. Your Baby Kicks. That is awesome. That is, that is very awesome. Well, man, besides, you know, we talked a little bit off air, but how is everything? Where are you? Are you in Florida right now? Yep, sadly. I'm sadly. here. Yeah, I got you. I, mean, well, I how, guess not. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> how is it going for you? Is there any any hiccups? I mean, anything? Just, I mean since I've been here, or yeah, <laughs> like, I, no, no, not yes for your whole time. <laughs> I mean, shit. Here. I mean, since I've been here, it's been a lot of Florida man stories. Sorry, me, but um, I'm good right now. Good. <laughs> Everything everything's great. No, that's that's exactly what I wanted to hear. So, what the whole plan tonight? is we're going to do, I know you've had some drinks, I'm going to be drinking as well. We're basically going to go through a nostalgia trip similar to what everyone is doing in every bar right now because okay. it is the holidays. So it's a, it's make a Joe Rogan episode. Yeah, there Mind you go. Cigars I mean, he, he, okay. he kind of yeah. copied me, but I, I get it. I, I get it. We I believe can, it. We can, we can go with that. <laughs> I know, yeah, I got your back, man. I appreciate it. But yes, we are, we are going to go through and do a 10-year retrospective, which I don't often get to do. And I'm not sure you actually, have you ever done I'm anything what? like that I'm, before? 10-year retrospective, I'm what, on my sex life? or? Oh, I would love to do that. Do you want to go into sex lives? Because oh, what? oh, you were talking about something else. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yes, I would like you to count every single year what woman you've been with, and then count Dude, the I locked STDs. myself down. <laughs> Dude, listen, it's been, I haven't had a studio since I was 17, so... <laughs> oh, wow, wait, and you've been living in Florida for that long? That's fucking crazy. Yeah, oh, fuck, that's, that's <laughs> fucked up, man. <laughs> uh, sorry, I can't, I can't help it. But yes, we are going to do a 10-year retrospective of if you don't have anything nice to say. Now, I got a question for you right away. So you can abbreviate yeah. that, obviously, to I Y D H A N T S. Yeah, exactly. Like that, right? yeah. When you when you think back, when you talk about this kind of stuff, do you have a nickname for the album at all? No. Okay. So, like 2010 to like 14 were just like the crazy years. So everything is just the same, honestly. <laughs> I, I got the same as now, just craziness. Just, just not now. I'm, I'm calm. This is me calm. Ah, okay. <laughs> but uh, but no, yeah. This is, I mean, all those sounds just kind of blend together for me, in, in a in a way. You know what I mean? Right. When right. it comes to uh, that aspect of it. No, I I completely get it. We'll try and get some stories out of you, obviously. But I think oh, you'll get you'll get. Some. I got oh, you. Oh, good. Okay. All right. Don't forget the samurai sword. Samurai sword. Remember that for later. Oh, okay. I like it. <laughs> Already you got my attention and probably everyone else's too. But now before we go, you know, I don't want to, you know, bring down the mood too much, but I think it's, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up what happened this year. We were actually going to do this a lot earlier on in the year, but then we had the unfortunate incident where Chris passed away in July. 
I know you got a lot of outpouring of people. I checked in with you as well. I mean, the the loss of such an amazing talent, it just can't be spoken of enough. Is there anything you wanted to mention about Chris, you know, before we go into everything? Because obviously he was a big part of what we're going to be talking about. No, he was, especially back then he was. Yeah, yeah I mean, Chris was abundantly talented, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I don't know, man. We didn't, t- to be honest, we had just started speaking again right, right. a couple months before that happened. Honestly, wow. we had talked on and off for probably about a year and a half. We mm-hmm. hadn't spoken in a year. Right. Uh, I mean, the last time I saw him, we got in a fist fight in the bathroom and, you know, you know, uh, in the middle of the venue in front of fans. Um, Damn. You know, so we, had, we obviously everyone knows there's a sour pass from this band. So, right, right. Um, we all were demons, especially me, you know, so. It is what it is, but we had just started speaking again, which is even kind of more tragic if you think about it that way. Right. Um, and it kind of caught me by surprise, honestly, too. But he was a huge part of this band. I mean, was, well, he was talented. He was, he was one of those people with natural talent. You know what I mean? Yes. I actually have to fucking put effort in actually acting like I can do stuff. Um, you know, um, yeah, I write the music and I wrote like vocals and melodies this and that but i mean tbtb wouldn't be what it was originally without his voice it's very right. unique mm-hmm. you know so it, it's sad it's sad i mean he has kids he has families oh absolutely i, I don't know i mean it's really I, i'm very in between on the whole subject matter because sure. uh i have years of, you know he was my best friend for you know over a decade you know we spent a lot of time together we did a lot of crazy shit we did a lot of drugs we did a lot of partying we did a lot of music we uh, did a lot of fighting and uh, we did a lot of music, you know, right. and that's about it. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know, man. It, it's it's a sore subject for me. Exactly. Um, exactly. Just because we, ju- we just were getting okay again, you know. Um, and even when we were getting okay again, like we were talking again for like a year, year and a half, there were still like patches where he still fell. I don't know. I mean, we yeah. still had our patches. In that we weren't talking a lot. It was like once every few months we'd message each other. I'd say hi, he'd say hi, we'd check on each other, and then one of us would stop talking. You know, so we talked about coming back. Maybe like um, like two months beforehand, we were talking about you know having him come out and do a couple shows for some time. Like just, I was just surprised, you know. Sure. Um, and then uh, you know that shit happens. So I don't know. You know, it it is what it is. It's it's fucking it sucks, but. You know, I don't know. Right. Yeah, man. No. And I didn't want to put you on the spot like that. It was more just. Oh, you're good. No, I'm yeah. just being honest, man. I don't, you know, it's not, I don't have any, you're not putting me on the spot. I'm all, I'm, I'm very honest. Yeah, of course. Especially after a couple glasses of wine. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> we had our differences, but we were best friends. You know I mean? We did everything together, you know, right. um, first everything, you know, so. No, a- absolutely. And I think, as you mentioned, he was hugely talented. Yeah. It's just natural talent. Yes, yeah. exactly. And I just think given to him, you know? Yeah. And, and it was one of those things where, you know, coming from an outsider's perspective, there were tons of albums, obviously, that came out in 2011, you know, in the scene in general. You know, you got Funeral for a Friend, you know, if you want to talk, you know, rock scene bands. And then yeah. you also had bands like Breathe Carolina and you had uh, Icy Stars. And you yeah. had these bands that were similar in a way to the bunny, the bear, but, but we I, weren't, they weren't us. Exactly. And I think one of the things that majorly separated you guys was your, both of your natural abilities 
You know, you didn't have to have crazy autotune. You didn't have to disguise what you guys were doing vocally, where a lot of those other bands, especially at that time well, yeah. in the scene. Yeah, you know what I mean? They had to do that. I see stars. All, it's fucking all bullshit, yeah. Right. I mean, not that I don't enjoy I'm not saying I don't enjoy stuff. Like, I, you know, I mean, it's not my... I've never been into our scene musically in my sure. taste, but I'm not, I'm not... Like, it's not that I don't enjoy songs by certain you know some of those bands mm -hmm. and a lot of their stuff i think they're good bands and they're great people i've met a lot of them have toured a few of them for a friend especially are amazing dudes and oh, their sure. music's awesome too and i'm not even including them in that because i don't really include them in like an auto-tune kind of sound no, 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 no. No. but but we didn't do that at all yeah it was all raw shit and everyone always thought like all those highs were all bullshit i mean but it's been the same I mean, even with other beers we brought in i've never had to i've never brought someone into this band that i thought i need uh auto tune or hard tune to hit what i have to hit you know what i mean right. or what i write you know yep. but no i know what you're saying yeah yeah and i think yeah, i mean we definitely differentiated a bit oh no you definitely differentiated a ton <laughs> when you think of the back and forth clean clean to uh you know quote unquote unclean or screaming to singing you know whoever however people like to put that you know because they're always dissension on which term to use for that but you guys were so amazingly different at putting everything, making that amalgamation. And then of course you had, you know, the bunny, the bear max, uh, masks, I guess that you, you know, where you can say that's a gimmick, you can say whatever, but, and, and let's just skip ahead for a second. When you look at today's music in the scene, when you see how many people put down bands for having a gimmick or a quote unquote gimmick, right? You see though, right now, one of the biggest bands in the scene is a gimmick band. Who? Ice Nine Kills is complete gimmick. Where are they from? Different? Are they from Rochester? Uh, Ice Nine Kills are from Massachusetts. Okay, so that's not okay. Cool. But now, now they're LA based. That's that's how the, the I mean a gimmick band. No, I was just honestly, dude. Like like I told you, I don't listen to anything even with screaming right. in it. But right. I was literally just the other day telling my girlfriend that she should listen to Ice Nine Kills because it came on something. On Spotify, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. You can talk. You can speak. A lineup. It was like a lineup thing. And she had never heard of them. I was like, they're better than all this bullshit you're playing in my car right now. <laughs> um, but and I was trying to explain to her about their like on stage thing. Dude, I'm all about that. I mean, no one people don't do that. I mean, people don't do the Alice Cooper shit anymore. And right. she, I mean, they're pulling it off. They're pulling it off the right way. You know what I mean? Um, musically, it doesn't even fucking matter what I think. You know, in general, I don't, you know, whether I think it's great or bland or what, I mean, they're pulling it off what they're doing and they're doing it. To, they're doing it great. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, it wasn't a gimmick. I mean, it was literally like simple, dude. I literally was fucking surprisingly sober. And I said, I'm going to start a band <laughs> called the Bunny Bear and run around stage in a plastic kid's bunny mask. And fucking, I didn't think I'd be fucking doing this at 33. Trust me. I, I mean, <laughs> I regret it 90% of the days of my life. But, um, you know, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't pre thought out as like some kind of sellable gimmick. Like it was a three day, it's a fucking $4 mask. You right, know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Not like fucking, I, I put time into fucking doing anything aside from throwing up on fans on stage and fucking bleeding and screaming. You know what I mean? It's like, right. whatever. Yeah, no, no. And that's, and that's the thing. It's like, do you ever think, and, and let's even, let's take it past, you know, the quote unquote gimmick to today's music as well, where you hear, so many or so much electronics, right, in 
almost every new whatever genre it is. You know, bands are now being praised. They're being praised for going from straight up metalcore, whatever, to basically EDM, right? I mean, they're being like, oh man, this is so different. But yet you were doing that, you know, 11 years ago, plus, you know, if you want to go back to when you actually started, do you ever think that had you started the band later on, that it actually would have caught on in a different way. Yeah, I, can't think. I mean, I don't know. I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, what we were doing 11 years ago is, like, what's cool now. Right, right, pretty much. And now I'm different, I guess. I mean, to an aspect. But um, I don't know, man. I mean, I feel like <laughs> even, like, friends like Mike, Mike and, like, Broken Sign shit probably feel the same fucking way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh I think that's always how it is. You know, I think even back then it was the same way. Like, even like, like go to like two years ahead, like 2013, I was like, okay, we were doing this shit. We were doing way more, like <laughs> a little more out of the box. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and people were getting recognition. I mean, I think it's always just been about maybe the mask and kind of our attitude. Cause we've always been pretty punk rock about shit. And, yes. uh, pretty passive aggressive may more so aggressive and uh i don't know we just i mean i've always taken this like you know it's rock and roll it's not fucking i'm not here to you know make everyone's political beliefs happy and warp tour happy and fucking right. you know i mean it's always been just it's this is rock and roll and it's what it is you know so yeah i mean i've never really been i don't know man I, I know what you're saying. Like we were doing it way before, and now what we were doing 11 years ago is kind of like the thing. It's cool, and I don't know. It's just, I can't be sour about it. I mean, I can be. I probably am deep down. <laughs> some jaded as fuck, but I mean, it, it, re- it is what it is. You know what I mean? Right. No, no. I I totally. Get I mean, it. but you saying it kind of makes me feel. It makes me feel good. You know what I mean? Because I was I was doing this shit, just dicking around with my left hand on a keyboard on my fucking fucking i don't even know my dell fucking desktop in sure. fucking 2010 and now it's cool in 2021 you know what i mean but you know it is what it is i don't know you just keep trucking yeah suffering <laughs> and now from my point of view i think you guys did it better too because not only do you have the electronics and the blend but you also had musical instruments at the same time so for me that oh, was now a, they don't yeah. yeah that that was a big thing for me was to see a band that was able to mold and blend so many different elements and genres together into a cohesive mass of chaos and that's I mean, what yeah, I, co- co- you, you just contradicted yourself you said cohesive and chaos exactly i mean yeah but i mean that's literally what it was i mean i think it was cohesive enough right uh I didn't give a fuck really back then, I guess, right. um, about musical fucking like, oh, let's line this up. We need a chorus. We need this and that. It's a really didn't give a shit. Right. But uh, probably a good definition. I like that. Thank musical you. chaos. Yeah. Well, and then I've seen you live as well. So I also know that chaos comes from. My, I'm sorry. <laughs> Believe me, you are nowhere even close to the worst band I've ever seen live. So you don't have to apologize. No, that's for good. Anything. That's good. It wasn't designed Skyline, was it? Because I got them signed. Everyone hates me for that. No, no. Uh, it was actually another band that you're very close with. Uh, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to <laughs> We're talking. Let's go, man. I'm like, dude, I'm like a, I know a bottle of wine in. I swear to God, if you don't be open with me, oh, like, I will be open nope. with you. We're about to beef down, man. I will be. Where are you at right now? Where do you live? I'll fly there. <laughs> 
Look, I'll just do that so we can have an in-person interview anyways. So that's fine with me. I got, okay. I got no I'm down. I'm down the entire outside there for that. Whatever. There you go. Let's so, all it. right. So the worst band that I've ever seen, and it's been multiple times. So I gave them multiple chances is I set my friends on fire. What? So wait, you think I'm close to them because what? Because my like Nate, is that why? Uh, that, and then you also toured with them before they were one of the I, times. No, I, have, I haven't. No. Oh, then that was right after. Okay. I, I saw. No, no. Go ahead. Listen, go. Yeah. listen. Okay, so it's kind of funny you say that because me and Nate were literally, he's called me about what, five times in the last fucking like two weeks? Oh, wow. Okay. Literally talking about doing like a short like run, like Southern, like Florida, like just Florida days. So let's just do it. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. I think it would do it well, but we've never toured together at wow. all. Actually, I've never played with them. Um, huh. Nate, their guitarist, their current guitarist, used to play with me. Um, but since he was a kid, honestly, and they mm-hmm. went over to, friends but uh they were if they were really well, the worst band yeah i mean now look maybe my dude confusion. we might have to call we're gonna have to call him right now and call him out oh well i already tried <laughs> i already tried you know, to get you know i call him right now he'd answer i used to know well i used to know their publicist when they were on track i think they're still on tragic hero but i tried to get their publicist yeah, to I'm, get them to come I'm, on the show and that way we would have a legitimate conversation so i could try and understand yeah. how they are the worst band live that i've ever seen in my life <laughs> Dude, I mean, as you say, Tragic Hero, I actually released the album on Tragic Hero, you know, fucking secret sub-label once, and it was the worst mistake of my life. It's <laughs> the best album we ever put out. The Way We Rust is our best album from front to back. Yes. And, and that was a Tragic Hero sub-label. This motherfucker, I don't even care. I'll say whatever I want. I don't care, I don't care about the scene or anything. I was like, suck my dick. That so, was needful thing. This things, motherfucker right? hit me up. Like, I'm going to start a new fucking label called fucking... <laughs> What was that fucking called? Needful thing, dirty little secrets, yeah, yeah. needful things, yes. needful. Yeah, needful. Th- I'm a needful thing. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> so we're gonna start this shit. We want you to be our like our poster, our band. We're gonna drop your shit. Okay. So we get this album, it's dropping. Mm-hmm. I'm asking for publicity, and they're like, "Oh, like, we're in trouble getting you publicity because all these people are saying that like you're crazy as fuck and <laughs> like the bunny bears, you know, burn so many bridges. You guys are punk rock, right? you know, whatever." So they didn't promote the album at all, right? At all. And then I don't even think they're they're not even a label anymore. No, so they want to make a new label and use me to get my fans to buy their shit. Yep. And then and I did. They I think they signed like two unknown bands after. So and I think it was like the biggest the biggest waste of an album I've ever done in my life is that right there because I think that album is great like yeah. front to back. I think I think the Wavy Rust is like the most cohesive yes. album I put out. By far, it, it literally flows. It's a real album. It's not like it's not like oh my god, where the fuck did I just go? That's a total left turn. What the fuck? Here? Like right. I don't know what's going on between like every thirty seconds of the song. Like that's cohesive and it actually like it meant something to me mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. I was going through shit. You know what I mean? Right. And yep. I trusted them to do something with it, and all they did was drop the fucking ball. I was stupid as fuck. And that that disappoints me because that was when you came on the show for the first time was during that album. Oh, that was? Yeah. Okay, shit. Yeah, because we went we went in depth talking about it because I love that album so much. And I was surprised that it wasn't getting the attention that it deserved. Yep. Yeah, and that was bullshit. I'm with I you. mean, honestly, and the thing is right now is I mean the cool thing right now is actually Garcia, who's my vocalist yes. during that, we're actually yes. working together again right now. Oh good. Okay. So we have a song that's about to come out. I mean it's bringing me back those vibes. You oh, know what I mean? Okay. I like to hear that. Uh, there was a lot of I mean, maybe not as much lyrically. I was in a fucking dark place back then. But um 
But yeah, dude, that album was just that album was fire. I don't even give a shit. I mean, I even all press review. I mean, maybe is it the one they actually? No, it was Food Chain where they actually yeah, gave us a review for one. Fucking the fucking all press reviewed me good ones. Um, but, but it was like it's like a fucking four point three point three out of fucking sixteen stars. <laughs> okay, not not liberal enough for me. Hey, don't worry, they can't it. count, I so know. I understand that one. Yeah, no, I believe it. Um, God, I'm trashing everyone right now. Your shit. That's not my scene. If um, you ever want to trash all press with me, I am right dude, there with you. Here's my thing, like, dude, tragic hero. I'm here's one good thing. Like, literally, Tommy who owns it. Tommy's an awesome dude. There's mm-hmm. awesome people associated. Oh, They're all great guys. Yeah. And honestly, it wasn't really only on them. I think I was just coming out of a lot of shit. We had, I mean, obviously, you know, we're a controversial band in a lot of ways. Sure. Um, we've had a lot of tour controversy, you know, everything. And it says she, I'm like slurring my she's. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, you know what I'm saying? We, we have a lot of like bullshit that comes out, you know, here and there. Sure. We have problems with people and, and they tried doing this like right after a lot of bullshit went down. Mm-hmm. So I think like it was, it was weird because they had shit lined up for the way we rust. Like we had like some huge article for all press where I was going to come out and tell all the dirty secrets about what the bunny and bear has really been doing all these years. You know, the <laughs> drugs, the party and the fighting, the stabbings, everything. We were crazy. Sure. We were like, we have crazy tourist stories. And then literally the day before it was supposed to drop all press dropped it. Oh wow. And they said it was because of, it was because of me and because of my, my ex marriage before that. And that they were like, they had friends in their room who were friends with, you know, who I used to be with and shit. Wow. And there were stories going around and shit like this. I, mean, I don't know, man. It was all, poli- you know, but that's what it is with all press is all politics, man. Yes. And it's more like that now than anything, dude. It's all, everything leans one way. It's not, it's not music news. It's all, tra- you know, at right. least Lamb go like talk shit about everyone. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like that. Right. Like all press just plays size and it's all just, it's all politics and all money. And that's it. Yep. No, it's, it's very true. Now here, sing, let's sing, sing stuff my carrot. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, Fuck We'll go back now for a second and we'll talk yeah, let's about go back, back to what we were supposed to talk about originally. Not a problem at all. But here's we but, <laughs> Well, based on based on what you were saying and based on the attitude and all that kind of stuff, you had the self-title that came out in 2010, and then it was after that that you got signed to Victory Records. So and you actually stayed with yeah, Victory we actually, for a while. I'm like probably one of the only fucking bands ever to actually fulfill their victory contract. Exactly. <laughs> Yes. I mean, without like go Corbett or fucking like, you know what I mean? Or dying or fucking like something like, I, I mean, we had a five album contract. I mean, and we finished it and yeah. that was it, you know? Um, and I honestly, honestly, believe it or not, cause I've talked shit about everyone. I don't have shit to say about victory. I mean, yeah. me and Tony, me and Tony were great. Everyone hates Tony Brummel. It's like yes, a thing. Right. It's a, yeah. it's another scene thing. It's just a bunch of fucking whatever talking shit. <laughs> But I mean, dude, I mean, Tony's a great, like, I honestly have always gotten along with him. I mean, he's, but maybe it's because we're both fucking very fucking unpredictable and just fucking out of the box. Sure. But, you know, I mean, I never had an issue. Um, That's awesome. I mean, we had, we had issues, but it was, it was mainly there's just some bitching about what we were doing because we were fucking, I mean, they were probably getting another email every fucking night to the label asking for a comment about something I had on stage the night before, you know? Gotcha. Um, but it wasn't really like that. I mean, honestly, they, I think, were one of the few bands. I mean, I know they're such big bands, but 
like, I mean, he, in his office, I mean, Tony had like one of my bunny masks hanging and, you know, he was like, he, I honestly feel like Tony really believed in this man. Mm -hmm. I think it was all the fucking muddy water and all the craziness and all the fucking, you know, whatever. It's just, I don't know. I don't think they, we just, we just didn't hit the nail on the head the right way. Um, But we finished the contract. We did it. We did five albums and uh, then we peacefully went our own ways. Um, And that's it, you know? So, a lot of people can, no one can say that about victory. Everyone has something negative to say, but I don't, man. No, Every time right. we were in town, Tony was going to sleep at his house, he'd buy his food, you know, we'd, we'd party, we'd eat a bunch of Chinese food, look at his big ass fish tank. I wonder how he had so much money. And then <laughs> we'd fucking go back on tour. And that was it. You know, he always, you know, every time I had an issue, he took care of it. Uh, he tried to mediate inner band issues and they were pretty, they, I mean, it was good. I mean, it was, you know, I don't know. No. If I knew now, that's what I know. If I knew then what I know now, if it was a different day, like if it was 2021, obviously I probably would never sign a contract. You know what I mean? Especially wow. with victory on contracts wise. But uh, at the time, I mean, I feel like we jumped on victory. Like we were signed at the, like the end of the label lifeline. You know what I mean? Where like you needed a label to do shit. Right. And right. You know, I think we were at the very ass end of that shit. Like we were at like the ass end of everything. You know what I mean? Like that's why I think that's a big issue too. Is like fucking think about all these fucking bands like Victory, like Team Back Sunday, Hawthorne Heights, Atreyu. you like fucking dude, all this shit. Like we we came like as all of them were like dying off or doing their own thing. It was like we were at like ass end where that label was going to shit. You know, Aiden was gone. Oh yeah. Uh, and it was all, and that was all drama, you know, it's just, we didn't, it wasn't a good time at place. I feel like, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like we made it way harder because we were just fucking kids and we were just New York kids, you know, and the way, you know, we act a little different than most people, <laughs> you know, so we were a little wild, but yeah, off track again, you know, <laughs> no, it's, it's true. Well, that's, that's kind of where I wanted to go with it was. You know, you go ahead and you make this self-titled album. I'm assuming Victory heard that, or did they hear anything from? Fuck no. Go ahead, bro. Fuck no. Okay. Listen, okay. What happened? Let me take a sip of my wine. One second. <laughs> I'm gonna have a beer. Here we go. I almost got to pee, but wait a minute for this. I have something to say. Okay. Victory didn't hurt shit. Listen. Okay, so my manager at the time, my dude Seth Cooper, we're still good friends. Okay, <laughs> so. He came out of nowhere. He's like, yo, let me deal with this. I got you. I got you, man. I'm the fucking you signed. And he said this shit. And I was like, okay, buddy. He's like, you just got to give me like 20%, whatever, of your fucking life. Okay. I was like, cool, whatever. Like, I was like, dude, we were running around Buffalo, New York. Everyone fucking hated us. We <laughs> showed up and showed us drunk fuck. We The first two shows, we didn't have a drummer. I was fucking, we were fighting people, fucking throwing up on people. Like, we were like fucking like old school TBTV was yeah. fucking like GG <laughs> Allen without shitting on people. <laughs> like we that's what we bled and we fought you know so i was like okay dude, we can get a sign a week later this motherfucker's like yo we're going to chicago we got victory records They're like yeah fuck it like seriously how many fucking pre-mixed fucking i don't know jack jack daniels and fucking cokes do i gotta fucking drink from 7-eleven do this fucking showcase <laughs> so we show up there we play this shit and okay they they had never listened to our shit before and i know this because they signed us Okay. Mm-hmm. And we had a we had a video already out for Isle. Yes. Okay. And before Victory, we were doing like this whole 
all I wanted to do was push buttons because the whole band was a joke in the first place. I was just doing it to do it. So <laughs> everything fucking horror based and aggressive. And, you know, it was like it was like a horror movie. Like right. It was all like just like literal. It was just to piss people off. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to put my fucking kid in the oven in a music video and my, my <laughs> kid's mom and I would have left. It was to push buttons. Back then, like it was, you know, that's what it was about. You know what right. I mean? It was like, I'm like, I just want to do obnoxious shit. But they sign us, and then it was like a week late. It wasn't even a week. It was like two days in. And like Lamb Goat and Place started posting articles like, Victory signs furry fucking rapist band. Because like our original <laughs> video for I had, it was like a horror video. And like we had some girl, we dragged her down the stairs and right. we like banged her from behind on a couch as the beer like jerked off in the corner. Yep. Like it was like, it was like a horror movie. It was, we were just literally. It's like what Ice Nine Kills is doing now, I guess. But I don't see what they're doing. But they're probably not. They're probably scared again. That kind of shit, same me. But I'm saying it was just there. But they didn't. They didn't even know. You know what I mean? So I like got emails that day. They're like, "Yo, you gotta pull that fucking video down. You gotta pull it down. You gotta pull it down." And they, they missed for the clean up version. So they didn't even look and see what we had online or nothing. They signed wow. us and dropped, and didn't even realize that we had a video fucking dragging some down the stairs and like some like horror movie and fucking doggy styling it around a couch you know i mean it was like <laughs> they just didn't like it wasn't like i don't know man it's fucking silly i don't know i think back to it and i think about the shit that like we were doing and i'm like holy shit man we'd be fucked right now well, like, oh, there's yeah, no yeah, way it for happen. sure yeah, yeah it didn't even it almost didn't happen back then you know that's probably half the problem right right but, but uh, you still got I mean, it, it was all sad and just fucking not even satire it was just all like i i mean i mean we were just trying to do things differently and push some buttons and we i mean attention's attention at that time yes and it, it was a serious project at that point either you know so i thought you know we're wearing a plastic bunny and bear mask we're obviously fucking obnoxious and out there why not embrace it and just make people uncomfortable that was the whole point the bunny and the bear was supposed to make people uncomfortable <laughs> and i mean i guess if you look at that as like the initial mission to this day, I guess we still do it. Sure. Even if you just think about get a bad memory of a show you're at, you know, but um, it, it was a different time, you know? No, absolutely. But you can always say that even with everything that you guys did to almost, you know, not get signed or just, you know, to piss people off or whatever. I remember. We got so signed easy. <laughs> say that again. We got signed easy as fuck. I don't even know. Yeah. That was easy peasy. That was the easiest thing I've ever done in my life, man. That's easier than any relationship I've ever been in, any marriage. That was the easiest thing ever. That was easier than going to a pet shop and buying a fucking puppy. Wow. Like that was the easy part. What the easy, the everything else came after. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no. Exactly. <laughs> the tragedy. <laughs> the tragedy that comes along with the money, the bear. Yeah. But yeah. one of the things was, you know, this year I did 200 straight days or whatever of talking about a scene album every day, right? And I went back to obscure stuff. I went to very popular stuff. And I and I remember you guys sharing when I talked about this album and the of amount of, yeah, the, the amount of outpouring, though, of people talking about how much they love this album to this day is still I mean, you had to have put something else into it other than not caring because it's still to this no, day I mean, touches yeah, people. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, I mean, I, I'm talking pre victory. I mean, oh, I think, okay. yeah. If you have anything to say, yes. I think everything went into that. Okay. You know, I mean, you man just got signed to Victory Records. And Victory was a label that, minus the bad, 
you know, I don't know, my, minus, you know what I mean? The oh, fucking, yeah. the cloudy sky that overshadows victory. Right. Still brought the biggest bands that we even know today. I mean, you go to any emo night, anything like that. Oh, Every, yeah. People are aged. They grew up on Tayback Sunday, Hawthorne Heights and Trey. A day to fucking remember. Aged, yeah. Like a day to remember. Oh, yeah. Those fucking turds too. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, I'm so funny. I'm with um, you. Are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but you, but you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Fuck, dude, there are no cotton to come to. I'm like fucking two hours south. I would love to. Oh, anyways, <laughs> dude, 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 is that that's one of their songs, right? That little humming I, shit. Uh, Fuck, after that, song. after um, that last God. album, I can't listen to anything else. Dude, do, so. I didn't even to it. Guess what? I hate them. Um, <laughs> not as people. I mean, Jeremy's eyebrows are worse than mine, but that's about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, oh god fucking shit i don't care um I, I love this yeah but you know what i'm saying like it was like it was different because we got signed to victory yeah. victory was the god of our scene that's what they were yeah oh for sure they literally made or broke bands that's what they did they everything that was big that even today like that's what i'm saying it's like the still the only bands you fucking remember are victory fucking bands oh a lot of the times yeah no you're absolutely now, right. most of the bayside like oh bayside yeah for sure silverstein like silverstein yes everything was victory and that was it so it was a dream come true we signed any contracts fuck our souls you know um but i don't know man well take it from so you you signed you signed to the label now yeah we know that you did you know for anyone who's gone back to your self-titled you know you redid prelude to pregnancy and you redid lust touch seed what was your mindset like, though, when you two were finally, because I'm assuming even though you wrote most of the stuff, you were talking to Chris a lot about this. You guys realized, holy shit, we're signed to Victory Records. Now we're going to put something out through them. And you're thinking about that first album, maybe not the five total. But what is your mindset like on that once you start to actually write? I mean, honestly, dude, I feel like most of the shit was probably already written, if I think back. Oh, OK. I mean, back those days, I had hundreds of songs you know i wrote probably five songs a day oh, so okay. i mean i think most of it was there already it just hadn't been fully uh developed okay both in the studio and financially i mean i mean it should cost money yeah so um here i am i'm free <laughs> uh, fuck but um yeah dude i mean our mindsets i don't know i think we were pretty stoked sure i remember i remember being excited same time <laughs> probably stressed out. But I mean, it was all material that was written. You know, I think we were like right before that, we were taking that turn. Mm -hmm. I think maybe we thought we had to make some like a couple songs that were a little more catchy than our, our usual shit. It's like the EP before is drastically. Oh, so different. Yeah. Uh, insane, I guess. Yeah. It was on like your shit before victory. It was a little more out, you know, avant garde and out of the box. But sure. Yeah. And that one also had Prelude to Pregnancy on it as well. It did. I, I put Prelude to Pregnancy on like three things in a row or something. Well, to be honest, that is a great intro name, first of all. I think Prelude to Pregnancy. I think I was just fucking, I was just in the mood to impregnate women. I don't know, dude. That song, like, I don't know what it was, but for some reason that song, I just kept putting it on things. Let's redo it for the 14th time. Like, I don't know why. It, just, it really is a banger, though. I should start opening my shows to that song again. That'd probably be good. That would actually, that would get people moving. It's one of my favorite all-time intros. So I, I would appreciate that. That's for sure. It's so good. Oh, fuck it. I'm going to do it. Do gonna, it. Our next CD, yes. it's going to be, we're going to open with Prelude again. I love it. 
I'll probably, I'll probably get sued by fucking Warner or whatever the fuck, Concord. Or yeah, dude, Orchard or whatever now. Dude, I, dude, Concord bought all victory shit, and we already have beef because these fuckers won't pay me. Oh, and, shit. Uh, and I tried to claim the copyright in the IO video because I dropped it before victory. I got to pee. Get on my laugh. Um, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> girls. Um, so listen, I try to listen. Like IO's up there. I, I was locked out of our YouTube. We keep going off spot, but you told me to rant. No, so I'm it. ranting. Do it up. So I, was, I was locked off YouTube for like six fucking years. Like, like oh, I wasn't shit. allowing our band. I don't even know what happened. YouTube doesn't like me. Um, <laughs> So anyways, I get back in. I'm like, I want to get paid. I mean, I was like the video is like at like two million or whatever. Sure. They got to owe me some kind of money. Right. Yeah. So I see that fucking Concord claimed it. And, you you know, as like a copyright, I'm like, yo, I dropped this before I signed the victory, this video. And it's a whole different master. It's completely right. fucking different. I mean, it might sound the same to normal ears, but it's a different master. It doesn't fucking matter. Sure. Like legally, it doesn't matter. So I put a copyright on it and these motherfuckers at Concord. After I've been emailing these fuckers for months saying, yo, I just want to know what's up because you own my whole, you know, all my main fucking albums actually fucking matter. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I probably I'm not recouping anymore. You probably owe us some fucking money. I just want to know what's up, you know, and they had ignored every email. And out of nowhere, within fucking five hours, I get a call in the email from someone from Concord who I'm not going to name saying, hey, oh, yeah, they, you know, this is a really big problem. Can you like. And, you know, I'll talk to the right department. We'll figure out this whole aisle thing. And uh, but can you take down the, like the copyright infringement claim? Because if you don't, the video is going to get pulled off YouTube, which I've been told now is a lie. Oh, so wow. I was like, okay, let's do it. And they were like, okay, they're like, yo, if you do this, we'll we'll merge your artist page. So we'll get your we'll get your Vivo and everything. We'll put it all together so you can have way more followers on your band page. I'll do it for you. <laughs> That's what he told me. I'm, dude, just whatever. It's not confidential. I don't give a shit. I'm talking shit. Okay. And so he says this shit. So I'm like, okay, I pull it down. They merge our artist page. Cool. Like, whatever. Sure. Since then, it's been months. I've eaten like three times. No response from any of them. What the fuck? So they, so they took victories. All my albums, they own now, right? But yeah, okay. whether or not I recouped money, victory owes, and they owe me money or not, it doesn't matter because they won't respond to emails. So basically they just own all my albums and never have to pay us a dollar or even, even, or even report to us. Like, like the last time I saw numbers on a victory album was probably seven years ago. Like I haven't gotten, you know, anything, a quarterly, nothing. So, you know, I put how many years of my life into something and obviously you owe label shit. I owe victory money. They spent a lot of money on us, Mm -hmm. promoting us. They have to recoup their money. They got to make their money back. But after that, it's time, it's time to pay the piper. Right, and right. Uh, yeah, right. And yeah. now Concord bought their shit out. And at this point, I means how many years later, a decade later, I just, I don't owe you money anymore. Wow. Like, so it's just, I mean, that's where I stand on that. I don't even know how we got there. My no, bad. No, it's, no, it's not, a, not a problem. This would be a good interview. No, okay. thank you. Look, I, I appreciate it because I was going to talk about music video because, you know, Isle, like you said, came out before. And then you have Leon, you know, and that, that one had to have been your biggest, I would have thought, originally. Wait a minute. I'm looking up your YouTube stuff right now. Oh, goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm surprised. So I'm looking at it. And you're right. You're almost, you're almost two million on Isle. Nothing's been posted on that in years because I, I was locked out, I think, right? right? Unless yeah. I, I might put Whenever you look up, whenever the, you'll, you'll laugh at this, whenever you look this up, so you go back, the probably your, your the video you, I would assume you own, you have April 11th on there from, you know, from the self-titled. Yeah, but it's under, isn't it under some weird dudes, like the dude who recorded it? It's under, yes. he uploaded it. 
Yes. yes. And okay. I don't even know where this kid is, but I feel like he's probably like super fucking, he probably hates us at this point, but, <laughs> but, but I haven't talked to this dude in, it's been over a decade since we did that video. And I don't even know. Last time I started, it was probably eight years ago. He's in like, I don't know. So. Gotcha. Well, let me, let me just tell you, I think the funniest part is, so your first three hits for the bunny, the bear is aisle first. And then I'm just going to say Leon because I, I don't, I'm so terrible at French. It's like a possible. Oh, no, some show you that. Yeah, something like that. That uh, I, I couldn't get at the time. I was messing with a girl who just only spoke to me in French, so I loved it. Gotcha. And we gotcha. wrote it together, so she like wrote all the piano. Oh, okay. Uh, that was, and that's that's one of my all time. I mean, that video too is so weird and creepy and just pushing buttons all over the place, which I I love that as well. And then, by the way, the third thing that comes up is your interview with Brian Stars. <laughs> Which one? The first one or the, the one, one on the one, wall? The one from 2012. Is that the wall one I keep reposting? Yes, it's the, one, the wall and he's wearing dude, a dumb I sombrero. So much, dude, I watched it back the other day. I was like, dude, I said so much shit that would get me canceled today. Like, <laughs> it was so different. I can't I can't watch anything Brian Stars does. I, I just can't do it. He's a turd. Yeah, I mean, all the stories that I've heard have never been good. The only thing I can ever say positive about him is that he did at one point care about the bands and he did get bands in the scene, some popularity. But other than that, I fucking hate everything that he's ever done. Yeah. I mean, I don't really, I, I mean, I'm sort to him since I don't even know. It's been fucking probably as long as I last interview. I mean, I still talk to Johnny here and there who's in his kind of circle. Ah, okay. Well, he was canceled. Brian stars was canceled like a long time ago. He was fucked. Yeah. I, forgot why. I don't even care at this point. I think it was either, See, I have to say allegedly on this because I'm not exactly sure. It was something about, I think, allegedly. I like, I like that word. Yeah, allegedly. when it comes to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But, fuck, whatever. It's even, where the hell is that kid now? We got to find him. Uh, I feel like he'd be in, like, Lincoln, Nebraska or something. <laughs> yeah, Dubuque, Iowa or some shit. Yes, I could. I could yeah, that's a good place. <laughs> Oh god! Oh fuck! fuck I can't. Look, you know it's a good, you know it's a good conversation when Brian Stars comes up. So we're all, <laughs> we're all good. All right, well, let's go back to the album. Yeah. When and this is now you mentioned that eighteen. Yeah. Well, hey, that's good. So you know that you know you know that most likely I know. Yeah, you know I know that most likely you had already written you know most of the songs that were on there. But how did you yeah, end probably. up? Yeah, how'd you end up working with Chris so on who would sing what and how you guys wanted to work it that wasn't transition? Like, I mean, that's one of the like the singing part. That's one thing that's not like debatable. I know, I mean, uh, like issues in the past, but I mean, this kind of goes back to like past issues. You oh. know what I mean? Um, everything was always pre-written. I already had it worked out. This is what you're singing. This is a note you're singing. This is a melody you're singing. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Okay. It was that kind of baby to me. And it's always been that way. Yes. Any past member, like it's, that's what, that's what it is. Like there's not too many cooks in the kitchen. Like <laughs> I wrote this song. I already know what, how I want this to be sung, you know? So he would show up to the studio three hours late, you know, for the same kind of bullshit, you know, the gotcha. same kind of shit I was talking about before, you know, it was one of those things. And it would literally be me humming it to him and reading the words to him and singing it until it was the way it was supposed to be. Ah. I mean, that was, that was that whole time period of everything, you know, and that's what sucks. That's why, that's why it's such, it's like touchy for me because mm. natural talent, voice of an angel takes no fucking effort. And those are the issues the band had, you know what I mean? Sure. Um, 
a lot of it was me. I was very controlling. I mean, but it was, this band's always been my baby and that's how it just was from the start. But it's like, if someone's going to put, someone has to put an effort in, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I mean, that's pretty much how it was broken up. It was, uh, we got together. I said, here's a song, you know what I mean? And he might throw a few little flares on there. And that was it. I mean, the songs, when it comes to music or the singing or the screaming or anything, they were, it was, everything was predetermined before it was recorded. You know, there was no, there was no, there was never, this is the one band like where it was never, that's why a lot of times, like if you look at old interviews, people call us a band. I call it a project. Ah, you know what I mean? Okay. Because it's never been a band. Like I've never written together with someone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Until maybe recently, if I'm more recent bear, shit like that. But like like vocally. Sure. But as like when it comes down to music, I've never gotten together with like three dudes and be like, Yeah, you like that bass line, you know, this and that, or <laughs> like, Oh, what do you think? You think you should do, you know, sing octave lower? No, it was always the song was done. They got it, learn now, so the studio and record it. Right. Like right. It was always my, I mean, I think that's why a lot of, there was a lot of the animosity there. It was always my, it was my baby project, you know I mean? It always was. Um, but, you know, I mean, that's really what it came down to when it came to vocals right. and stuff. They were already, it was already predetermined, you know? There was, there was no changes really, unless it made sense at the time, you know? Now, what if, and this is going past this album a little bit, but so... Yeah. Right now, you know, you've been working with Jake Reeves, right? And then you said you might have uh, Garcia come back and do something. If one of them came to you and was like, hey, I'd really like to I, I not go halvesies or whatever, but like, you know, put some input into, you know, the style of writing or the style of, of vocals well, or something. Would you be open to it? No, you know, that's I mean, yeah. I mean, back then it was a different thing. I mean, things were written already and it was just I mean, it started as my baby project. Yeah, right. I mean, as far as since I'll tell you this. Since Jake has been the since Jake, you know, started singing, which was 2017, probably. Uh, yes. I don't know what year it was. Yeah, okay. Yep. Jake's Jake's the first person who put input in. Like we okay. literally, like like literally, Jake. A lot of his vocals, like his everything, like he was, you know, he came up with. You know, we we got along. Honestly, me and Jake get along personally more than I've gotten along with anyone musically. You know. Okay. Um, All right. It just, it just flew, you know? Um, but you know, since like 2017, yeah, it's been, it's been more like that. I'm not talking music, but vocally. Yes. Mm -hmm. Pre 2017, there was never anything vocally that wasn't written by me, you know, aside from like two acoustic songs that Chris wrote that were bangers, Mm -hmm. you know, but, but that's about it. Gotcha. All right. So then also with the album, one of the things, cause you, you have everything written, and because it is your baby, one of the things that I always really liked about this album as well was, you know, you've got the intro, Prelude to Pregnancy, which we mentioned, and that's about a minute, you know, give or take. And then the rest of the album doesn't have any filler whatsoever. There's no real outro to the to the album either. How did you know which song you wanted to follow which and why didn't you put any of that kind of because it's very easy, obviously, as you know, with electronics to make, you know, some interlude somewhere to do whatever. And we really we really don't have that now, huh? Right. No, there's so we nothing do like on that. stuff like that. Maybe Russ, we have my little ranty poetic bullshit. Yes, yes. And yeah, <laughs> another song too. Yeah. Um, and even like our self titling before that had that uh 
that weird ass thing with like the baby crying and a girl moaning and yes. the fucking knife getting sharpened and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I, I honestly don't know. I think I'm probably at that point as far as what came in between. Mm-hmm. They probably like Victory's contract said eleven songs. But there were ten though. Okay. Oh no no I'm sorry sorry right nope, my bad sorry it's eleven because path I always forget about path for some reason so you're absolutely how do you forget about path it's like the how do you forget about that song? I don't know it's why because I love it I love it so go ahead sorry okay. so, victory's contracts eleven songs and I'm guessing I probably had twenty eight written ah okay maybe it was probably more like eighteen but either way mm-hmm. like we probably just cut it down we probably I probably didn't have time for it. Oh, okay. I mean, honestly, with later albums, there's probably just like I had a few bangers. I want to get out an album quick. So I wrote a few interludes, you know what I mean? Sure. Um, but as far as the album, I think it was probably just oversaturation and actual written material, you know? Ah. And then Victory won 11 songs. That was it. Damn. Well, I'm glad those 11 songs got chosen because it worked out pretty well for me. So I, I appreciate it. <laughs> glad for you yeah i know that was obviously you were thinking of me when you were doing this you're like i'm gonna talk to this guy in like six years and then again buff dude over there (laughs) i don't know what he looks like but he's got a nice pretty voice yeah see once again i got i got the compliments i got the new nickname like that's why i do this baby cakes that's right i I love it so then big 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 cakes now when when this album was out and this is one thing i never got to see you guys live when this album came out but did you do extensive touring right after the release? We didn't stop. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Victory won. They want us on tour fucking 10 months out of the year at least. Now, did, I mean, did that's anything change? Funny. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. What did oh, you say? I just, did anything change for you in the, you know, when you and Chris are out there, now that people get to see the music videos, they get to, you know, the album is out like this to a, to a wider audience. I mean, a lot changed, I guess. I mean, it was interesting seeing just a random fan base show up out of fucking nowhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because um, before that, we were just a fucking Buffalo local band who did like one run down to fucking Virginia and fucking got a, you know, whatever. And we didn't do shit. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> It was interesting. I mean, I think that a lot changed in, I don't know. I think everything changed, you know, attitudes, everything just changed. And that's, I think that's what happens when shit like that happens. Right. Um, if that makes sense. I mean, I kind of just said the same thing, like in the circle, but. Well, um, was, it, was it an ego thing now that you guys were. I, think that's all, I mean, I think it's always there. I think it's more like, you know, I think, yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, I think I wanted to, to protect what was my fucking hatchling, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think Chris, you know, Chris always knew. I mean, Chris knows. I mean, Chris talented as hell, you know what I mean? Sure. There, there's all, there was always that kind of animosity. Like, oh my God, I wrote everything, every word you're singing, I wrote a melody, but you got the fucking voice and you know what I mean? And so ah. people thought, you know, and then there was always like me being a dick and wanting things done like military style. Like we can't be fucking around this kind of shit. You know, I think that was the main middle ground that changed there you know what i mean is that for me it was business for you know and then there was also animosity you know for other you know just a thousand reasons man i mean that's that's how it is you're you're fucking young 20 years old i I mean that's probably how old i was right i mean you know 22 at that time yeah there you go um chris was a couple years older i think we all got that victory records break and it was just dog eats dog you know what i mean right right you know, but uh, I mean, aside from that, changing wise, yeah, I mean, life changed in general. You know, I mean, I didn't, I had a, I had a newborn at the time. Wow. Two year, I mean, he was a little, I mean, in 2011, he was like, what, 
almost um, under two. So yeah. I missed out all of that. I was on the road 10 months out of the year. I think that took a toll. Yeah. Uh, we all, we all pretty much just uprooted our lives and did what the label wanted us to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They want us playing shows all the time. You know, if I want, if I, I, I'd be worried to send an email and say, Oh, we're going to be home for the next three weeks. You know what I mean? Right. Like it, I was, actually, I would actually stress out to do that kind of thing. Wow. Cause they want, all the time that's what i mean i mean it's not even like on v3 it's just what it was i mean that's how you made your money back then it's not like now where you get on the right spotify playlist and you pay your fucking bills like back then i mean that's how you made your money it's all tour that's how you promoted his tour you know yep, yep i mean so when the elm dropped we were on the road a lot it, it really didn't stop and the whole time we're on the road it was party 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 uh play 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 right. fight 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 party 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 play 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 fight 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 you know i mean it was just that generic uh rock and roll story you know well that generic rock and roll story isn't fucking generic anymore because it doesn't happen you know what i oh, mean it like, can't happen. yeah it, it can't, can't happen can't anymore happen. no Are you me? Fucking jesus man right it definitely no it's happen. not no now everyone's fucking a bitch i don't know <laughs> well now i mean i look back at it that way and i'm like at least i've lived Yes, that right. Of like now walking around trying to appease every fucking person who comes to my show. Right. Like I can get less of a shit. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. It really. I mean, and I still stand by it. I mean, and, and Chris, we. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing we always had in common. Same way, we didn't give a fuck. I mean, we were just ourselves. We were we were disastrous at times. We were fucking messes. We uh. <laughs> Well, we, you know, we did our thing and our fans liked us and loved us for, you know, that reason, though. It's because we that's what we brought, though. Like, you inherited in the music. It wasn't bullshit. Anything we were saying and doing and, like, the obnoxiousness and the fucking ping-ponginess and everything, it's real. It's not – it wasn't fabricated bullshit. You know right. what I mean? Right. Here's kind of a, a stranger question to jump off of uh, from what you were just saying, too. So – when you had that new fan base coming in, one of the things I definitely noticed, and I, I've been, you know, what you want to call guilty or not of this as well. One of the ways that I used to get women that I was dating into the style of music that I liked was to play the bunny, the bear. Cause you could play anything after that, right? Yeah. Well, no, it's, it, was for, yeah. it was for two things. It was for one was one was Chris's voice. And the other was because there were the electronics with the actual instruments as well. Yeah. So yeah. it's like a transition. But did you did you tend to see that difference in your fan base as well when all of this happened? You know, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Our fan base has always been strange. Right. I mean, we say fuck. have like, you know, anything from a kid, you know, a kid and their parents bringing them out. So like, I, I mean, I remember multiple times meeting principals and shit like that from schools or like 60 70 came to our shows wow. like it was weird i mean i think that i mean that's the cool thing i guess about being all over the place that you hit that certain kind of brain cell that might be a little messed up and then they <laughs> you know <laughs> you know I mean, you know what i mean i'm yeah. not i'm not this i'm just saying like it takes i feel like our shit it's a very uh unique <sighs> Something, something rare and unique I mean, in a person. By, it takes a very, you know, special taste. You either love yeah. it or you hate it. It's back then, especially. So I think that people came out. It was, it was a wide variety of people, and mm-hmm. I think we all just kind of got along. And that's because, because we clicked in that weird aspect. I can't even explain. You know? Right, right. Now, when you talk about you know fighting happening and stuff, besides you know inner things with the band, was there ever? 
you know, fights with fans, fight with uh, with venue people or even no, other bands? Never I mean, there's a lot of sound guys who I try to fight. Um, but no, no. But honestly, no. I mean, the inner band shit, dude. Honestly, dude, we had our issues. And we did the next day, they were always good. Oh, because okay. that's how we It's like that rock and roll lifestyle. Like, if you have a problem with someone, you take it to the alley. You fight it out. Someone bleeds. Someone doesn't. You both bleed, whatever. And then the next day, you laugh about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that doesn't Garcia, happen anymore. Like, yeah. like, bringing up Garcia, I'll tell you the same thing. I mean, we were in Virginia. We got in a fight. And I, I mean... I hit his head on a dumpster. He hit my head on a dumpster. I think I stabbed him <laughs> in the leg with, with scissors. And then the police came, arrested both of us for being drunk. And the, the five hours later, we got released from jail. Our tour manager was waiting with Red Bull and cigarettes. And we were laughing because, I mean, that's what we did. It was like, it was a different, we, it was just, we went into it different. It right. wasn't like, you know, so the inner band shit wasn't a thing. As far as fan, like fights outside, I mean, there were a few. I mean, the only real notable one maybe is, I mean, we had a big issue of blood on the dance floor. Oh, that's right. Yes, I do remember. We that. toured with them. And that's, yeah, yeah. I mean, then there was a lot of aggression on that tour. Right, right. A lot. And I don't think but, people, uh, people certainly wouldn't hold that against you. I, I don't think. Now they wouldn't. Back then they would have though. I back, mean that yes, was like back, the downfall. Back then there was before out. yeah, before Blonde the Dance Floor but, really I mean, took they were a nosedive. Yeah. They were on stage like changing their lyrics saying they're gonna kill my fucking family and shit like that. We were throwing we were throwing beer bottles on in their chest on stage. They were running <laughs> on the toilet because we were trying to fight them as they got off stage. Right. We had fucking we had we had dudes from like artery or wherever the fuck we were booking that tour calling me saying like, Oh, if you guys guys can't have contact the rest of the tour we're gonna drop you but they kept us on you know what i mean yeah, dude, yeah. it was all both those dudes we those are that's the only people who i could say honest to god and it was all and it was honestly most of it was dowdy but we really didn't get along with them like gotcha. in general the crew were good dudes they had a lot of great people with them my ex-wife was their merch person at the time that's what started all the drama uh -huh. um you know, but they were just weren't good people, man. I just, that's something I didn't enjoy that tour, like going out there and seeing a fucking like 30 year old dude fucking jumping on a fucking bar and pouring fucking liquor down fucking oh, yeah, year olds yeah. throats and jerk. I guess it was a different vibe for me. Yeah. I never got good vibes from that. And then the fact that we had that kind of like animosity and they started saying things on stage about killing my kid and right, stuff like right. that. Like, and, and then they, they ran on the tour bus every night. So we were always waiting for them. You know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> Still, silly shit. You know what I mean? That's the only band we've had issues with okay. in that capacity. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Everyone else, you know what I mean? We've had, obviously, we've had every band on tour meets other bands where you just don't really vibe. Your lifestyles are different. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, opinions, thoughts, whatever. It's what you like to do. But we've never had any issues like that aside from blood, I think. Gotcha. No, that makes, that makes total sense, especially, you know, knowing, especially now, knowing what they are like. And whatnot. Dude, like everyone, be... knew back then. everyone knew back then. I mean, but they didn't talk about it. No, they did. That's what everyone's saying. Like, here's the thing: is now everyone wants to talk about shit. Like, we're taking ownership and like holding people accountable. Like, dude, everyone talked about that shit back then. All these fucking bands and all their little underage groupies. And I can name dozens of oh, them and sure. everything. The drugs and everything. We all knew about it. What the fuck? It was but just why did talk about it back then. Yeah. Yes. And now it's like, and now it's all like cancel culture and this and that. And now people want to act like they're picking and choosing who they hold accountable. You oh, know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Like you hold me accountable for you obnoxious on stage and punching a sound guy or fucking sticking my hand down my pants or getting too drunk and being saying something stupid. Like, but like these dudes, like the shit that we saw on tour, 
on the daily. It was, that was just normalcy. You know what I mean? It wasn't like fucking, there's nothing, you know, no one cared. All press didn't care. They didn't oh, care. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, right. he started caring in 2017 when they didn't want to drop my shit because my ex-wife broke up with me. You know what I mean? Like, fucking, right. Right. like, no one cared about being, you know, I don't know. It's just all, it's all bullshit, man. All of that is, you know, it's, you know, it's just all fake because probably 80%, I, I would guarantee 70% of the bands that everyone's into right now, there's fucking bad seeds who are doing some dirty ass shit back in my day. For sure. Yep. You know, and now, now we want to, like, we're all holier than thou because we're fucking, <laughs> I mean, whatever, you know, and it's all about this and that and fucking accountability. And necessarily we're all focused on the wrong shit, you know, it's yep. just nothing's about, you know, no, it's stupid. I got you. It's a, it's a very, whew, it's a very strange time. It's a strange time in the scene. It's a strange time in the world. It's just, it, no, it's politics. That's all it is. Yeah, well, it's but weird. politics were never as exaggerated as, as they are now. now. Right. Right. Yeah, there's no middle, there's no, no middle ground. There's, there you, is no context yeah. to anything anymore. There is no middle ground. It's your no. extreme one way or extreme the other way. And that's it. Yep. That's it. No you know, and that's where, like, and we were there in that middle before, like, like in the transformation. Yeah, right. man. So I know, I know you miss it. I miss it. I miss it sorely. There was an experience of being at a live show back then. It sounds weird to say back in the day because I'm young too. Like, it doesn't make any sense. There was literally a time you could even go back like five years ago when things were so incredibly different to where they are now. And the scene is dead now. I mean, it's it's dead. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. You would think even not listening to as many bands as you think you might, just knowing where to tour, how, you know, what a tour is like or what a what a live show is like now is so completely different. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's crazy. It is. I don't think it's. I don't think it's gonna get any better. No, it's so, only gonna get worse. I mean, with COVID yeah. and everything, it, it, it's yeah. like the death nail in it. Really, what it is it's COVID and fucking Trump and whatever else, and like you can't you can't stand on either side on any kind. Of, you're either one or the. You know, what I mean, it's yep. all the same shit. All just it's all fear mongering and bullshit. For sure. So. I mean, and now and now it affects everything. It affects every news outlet. It affects everything musically too. I mean, mm-hmm. you see musicians and actors get thrown under a bus and canceled for shit that fucking politics don't. No one gives a fuck what the politicians do, and he's fucking what he's doing. But they, but but you have some random fucking D-list actor, and then they get canceled because of something way pettier. It's just all it's all in the all of our emotions and our aggression and our all of our focus in the wrong place as a country as people in general people are kids no one knows no one's accountable anymore no one gives a shit it's the way it is wow that is super bleak going into 2022 but it's so true (laughs) you're looking forward to it like literally no i can't look forward to any i first of all i've never it's the way it is yeah it's just there's nothing man fucking we're doomed we're fucked man I am going to take that whole part right there and just print that out. And that's going to be my saying going into it fucking should be, dude. <laughs> dude, literally, you might be like tattoo on your fucking throat, dude. Like, Mine as there's well. no, no, there's no redemption, dude. We're all fucked, there man. Everyone's, like everyone's participation trophies and fucking tears, man. That's our fucking <laughs> life now. All right. Let's, I, I just, holy shit. I just looked at the time. Let me, let me ask you this. Is there anything that I missed 
on if you don't have anything nice to say that you wanted to talk about? I mean, probably most of it. I like, just <laughs> changed the subject. Over time. No, we talked. But, we no, talked I mean, about a lot. Really, we talked about a lot. Yeah. I think it was fun. Okay. All right. Well, here's what we'll do. I think now is around the time we can end. I want to do this again because I think we can talk about a ton. I have a lot of shit. I want to talk about everything. To be quite honest, we could probably do a 10-year retrospective for the next four years. So we could probably do it every month. I probably I probably like 50 stories for each month of every 10 years. There you go. Yes, exactly. So let's let's call it quits for now. I think this was this was a shit ton of fun. Now Keep on the line, obviously. We're, we'll say our goodbyes, but keep on the line. We'll talk a little bit more after this. But I, I do want to ask, before we go into plugs and everything, we, you know, we're talking about the album, but there's still obviously the future of what you're going to be doing. Do you have any plans currently for 2022 as it relates to the Bunny of the Bear? I mean, we have random shows. Nothing, nothing exclusively that I need to promote. Okay. Um, couple things come up later in the year, man. Nothing important. We're working on music right now, and that's it. Oh, okay. All right. But you're not planning on... We're trying to get a new album out. Um, working on a new side project tentatively. Oh, uh, oh, well, how many... Wait, how many side projects is that Dude, listen. <laughs> listen, bro. Like 20 side projects. Right? I think so. Okay, th- yo, this, one, this one's with my girl, though. So, okay. dude, right. so, watch. You're going to be surprised. Nice. Okay. All right. To me, it's to me, it'd be a lot different. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've done everything already. You know what I mean? You really like, have. obviously. Yes. Bed ding, bed the grind core. I've been fucking the fucking mainstream poppy fucking black bear shit. Sure. But uh, you know, I like to I like to dip my dick in a few things at once. So and still no STDs. I don't know if that's the best way. That would kind of sound fucking really fucking weird. Okay. But, <laughs> All right. It'll be good. All right. Well, I will. I will certainly be talking to you. That. Uh, yeah. I will certainly be talking not, about all that stuff with you in the future for sure. We will. We'll do it. Yeah. And I'm going to have links in the description of this episode so that people can get in touch with you, you know, follow all the socials that way whenever you're doing shows, because I know you're going to have a few coming up. And then also, you know, when new music comes out, that'll make it super easy for people. But until then, what is the best way for people to support you? <sighs> be nice to each other. That's it. Oh, I don't give a Supporting me, I don't give a fuck, dude. I don't, you're supporting me, like, dude. I, I mean, I've been in the same bubble for ten years. I don't give a fuck. You don't need. You know, buy some merch. Go online and buy some merch. Okay. You know what I mean? That's fine. It doesn't matter where it goes. You know, some label or someone's getting in somewhere. I might see it one day. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, look, I have, I have Bunny the Bear merch. I, I definitely have it. So I'm, I'm with you. I, I understand. Yeah, I'll make sure I have all those links there. But I also want to, you know, as we wrap up things, I do want to say. There's a reason why I reached out to you to do this. I mean, uh, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, really is an album that I still listen to to this day. You know, it's it's one of those things that that shaped part of my liking certain electronics being added to the type of music that I like. Until you guys, there really wasn't a band that captured that the way that I felt it was, you know, that worked for me anyways. So yeah. this album means a lot to me. Your discography, yeah. not to not to be office space here, but I celebrate your entire discography. So I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Honestly, I'm always taking around. I'm joking. I'm making sarcastic responses and shit, but that honestly does mean a lot to me. No, man, I was, I was, I wanted to have you on the show a long time ago. Unfortunately, with scheduling, the first time I was able to have you was the way we rust. So yeah, I really enjoyed that album though, as we talked about, but I would have had you on the show even way before then. It was just more difficult to do that. Now though, 
believe me, we can talk about this shit for forever. I'm a free agent. Yeah. Every night we can start our own podcast. Let's uh, hey, let's do it. I, I would be completely cigars, <laughs> wine, bullshit. Talk shit about everyone. Right, right there is a great title. Just yeah. beers and wine and bullshit. Yeah. I like it. Perfect. Well, Matt, thank you so much. Like I said, stay on the line. I'll turn off the recorders. We'll talk a little bit more. But thank you so much for taking right, the time bro. to do this. You know, it's around no, the holidays and I know it's it's tough, but thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. No problem, brother. I appreciate you.